G'day humans, what's a good word? Chris Funder with Fruity as Alex for another edition of Wrestling on the Stall. Alex, how are you, friend? I am feeling very good, man. Um, uh, to the humans that don't know, I've sort of taken a couple of weeks. <laughs> so I'm feeling refreshed and ready to get back into this wrestling world. Yeah, back to back week of uh, the rap, I guess. Um, yeah, Alex uh, took a much needed break away from his house. <laughs> yeah. And I was sick. Yeah. Well, geez. Yeah. How are you feeling? <laughs> Better. <laughs> Very good. Good to but hear. I suppose uh, by the time you're listening to this, uh, we'll be kind of up to date. It's the running gag of the show. <laughs> Yeah, like we get it, we get up to date, and then something happens, and we lose all control. Hey, but Chris, work we're going to fourteen days straight. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least we, you and I, both know we got a lot of content in the bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. So, um, should we just get straight into it? Yeah, I think we've got a lot to talk about. So. Yeah, this is a huge wrap. This is a mega wrap. This is like, yeah, one of those novelty-sized kebabs you can get from certain kebab shops. This is ridiculous. Yes, it was versus wrap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough getting around. Let's get into it. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling presents Wrestling Dontaku Night 1 from the 3rd of May. Uh, Kicked off eight-man tag team match. Bullet Club, Dick to Go, Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, and Taiji Ishimori defeat Hiroshi Tanzan, Mustawato, Rei, Usuke Taguchi, and Toriyano. Six-man tag team match of Chaos, Kazuchika Okada, Sho and Yo defeating Suzuki Gun, El Desperado, Suzuki Minoru, and Yoshinobu Katamaru. An eight-man tag team match of Los Ingobernables de Japón. Bushi, Sanada, Shingo Takage, and Tatsuya Naito defeat the United Empire. United Empire. Jeez, you can really hear that I haven't been doing this for a week. <laughs> so they defeat the United Empire, Aaron Hanare, the Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and Will Ospreay. Getting into the second half of the show, uh, singles matches here see Zack Sabre Jr. defeat Tungaloa. Taichi with Doki defeat Tungaloa with Jado. And. In the never open weight championship match, Hiroshi Tanahashi, the champion, loses to Jay White with Gato. Uh, I might as well go for a night two, and then we can just sort of give an overall thought of wrestling Dunkaku. Night two, 4th of May, uh, kicks off six man tag team match Suzuki Gun, Doki, Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr. defeat Bullet Club, Jado, Tamatonga, Tonga Loa. Uh, tag team match, Bullet Club, Taiji Ishimori and Yujiro Takahashi defeat Hiroshi Tanzan and Master Wado. Six-man tag team match, the United Empire, An Hanare, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb defeat Los Ingobler Nubles de Japon, Bushi, Sanada, Tatsuya Naito. Uh, Co-main event, a six-man tag team match, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Ryusuke Taguchi and Toriyano defeat Bullet Club, Dick to go, Evil and Jay White with Gato in their corner. And in the main event, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match, Will Ospreay, the champion, with Aaron Hanare, the Great Okan, and Jeff Cobb in his corner, defeats Shingo Takage in about 45 minutes. 
Yeah, any questions there, Alex, for uh, Ivan Knight? How is it that they managed to stretch out a two-match card over two nights? Um, let's see. <laughs> There's literally two matches worth talking about from two nights of wrestling. Yeah, the the singles match of Sabre, Tungaloa, and Taichi with Doki versus Tamatonga with Jado sets up into night two and a six-man tag that is... Uh, First on the card on night two. Yeah, like who gives a crap? Uh, the ladder match, Taichi defeats Tama Tonga, received one star from Dave Meltzer. Not wrong. Yeah, that that sounds horrible, truth be told. I didn't watch that. How long was that ladder match? Did, uh, I, did I see? 27-11. All right. You're giving us a 30-minute bloody Tama-Tonga match. Like, I love Tama. I think he's fantastic, but long matches aren't his strength. And a long ladder match in New Japan without a championship on the line. A ladder match in New Japan, and that's, like, that's so rare. And that's the two guys you choose? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's what I mean. It's so rare to have it without a title is just baffling to me. Yeah, like, I can't even think of another time uh, during my fandom of New Japan that we've seen a ladder match in New Japan. I don't I don't know uh, if it's happened before. The only other one I can remember off the top of my head, I think, was Intercontinental Championship, Kenny Omega, Michael Elgin. Oh, man. That, yeah. Well, well, this isn't a Kenny Omega match. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, look at the people on this card that you could put into a ladder match that would be so much better. Just like, look, you got Will Bushi, Bushi, Sonata, Taiji Ishimori. Hell, I think bloody Master Watto would have done a better ladder match. Despi. Despi. Yeah. Taiji. Oh, you know what would intrigue me? Minoru Suzuki in a ladder match. That'd be different. Uh, yeah, wouldn't it? Um, again, the same criticism I think I had around uh, New Beginning as well. It is, it is, yeah, you put it best. It's a two-match card. You never open white championship in your world championship. The rest of the stuff is filler. I get this is the old New Japan tactic, but for a pay-per-view, this would have been better served as um, one night. Oh, yeah, and I've Cut honestly... Half the crap. I've completely, like, lost all interest in New Japan because of bookings like this. Just like, yeah, here's bloody five matches you don't care about and then that one match that you care about. Eh, I'll just watch the highlights of that one match later on Twitter. Yeah, kind of true. Um. Thumbs down for me. Two main events. Good standouts. Go check. Uh, thumbs up for those two matches in particular. Yeah, I did say Osprey versus Shingo, and it is a fantastic match. It was expected. But, yeah, My... over, overall, this seems like a complete waste of time. That match is, again, the match I've given International Match of the Year two years running and is a top ten for me again. Yeah, and... It is a very quick 44 minutes. Like, 
Yeah, you look at the time and you think, oh, 44-minute match. Well, it's basically 45. And, like, probably about an hour once you include entrances and stuff. Yeah, but that hour goes fast because it is such a great match. Yeah, I completely agree there. Um, from there, should we go back uh, stateside, I guess, and uh, leave Japan alone? <laughs> oh, yeah. The hits keep coming. Yeah, so we go uh, to WWE NXT from the 4th of May. Uh, Capital Wrestling Center sees Falls Count Anywhere match. Isaiah Squat. <laughs> Isaiah Squat. Yeah, that's fine. Leave it. Versus Leon Ruff. Uh, defeats Leon Ruff, rather. Cameron Grimes defeats Ashay Hale. Asha Hale, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tag team match, Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa defeat the grizzled young veterans, James Drake and Zach Gibson. Sarai defeats Zada Ramier. LA Knight defeats Jack Atlas. Yeah. Oh. And in the main event, the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship Street Fight, Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, the champions, are defeated by the way. Candice LeRae and impressive Indy Hartwell. It was a great day to be an Aussie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking off the top of my head now, the only current women's gold in the WWE system that an Aussie hasn't held is SmackDown or Raw Women's Championships. Well, well SmackDown. Not raw. Why? Oh, yeah, Rhea's champ. <laughs> <laughs> Shows how forgettable raw is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gosh. Um, yeah, so uh, SmackDown. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, this, and I suppose we can touch on um, more of the Million Dollar Man where we get to the uh, the next week's NXT. <laughs> but um, just because we're doing back-to-back weeks here to try to go for a lot. Um, yeah, this is all this sort was of a blurring one. together in my head too. Everything's sort of mo- melting together, so I'm struggling to remember which episode's which. <laughs> yeah, um, before I forget though, uh, someone who has money made a guest appearance on uh, two episodes of NXT. Yeah, so is this the one where he gets suplexed well, by Cross? Yeah, so uh, Matty Wahlberg again. Yeah, was this the one where he gets suplexed? I believe so, yeah, because he's he's uh kind of faces hidden off camera for this week. Yeah. Oh man, they they love using Matty Wahlberg at the moment, and we'll get into that <laughs> later. But like every single show that they need a random extra on, he is one of those extras. So, like, is is that a good sign or a bad sign? Like well, it means they want to put him on TV at least so much. It means they trust him to do his spots. Where's old uh, Tony Modra? Still sitting in the performance center, just going, hello, MVP? Yeah. Oh, man, especially after, well, we're not going to talk about today's NXT as of this recording, but especially after today's NXT, he must be thinking, oh, I was here first. <laughs> uh, well. Um, 
this show for me was sort of a, a one match card. Um, yeah, really good to see Indy get the win here. Um, what a no... match! Oh yeah, yeah. Ember's best match back in my opinion since she's been back in NXT. Yeah, best match from Ember, best match from Shotzi, probably best match from Candice, and Indy's best match too. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, overall, I'd say thumbs sideways NXT. Uh, it has blurred a little for me, but that match, a uh, good standout. Recommend going and checking it out yourself. Yeah, one match show, thumbs in the middle. Cameron Grimes is carrying this company this show this brand this division yeah <laughs> but i suppose about uh carrying something why oh, not God. go over to uh blood and guts oh man i watched this in a car driving to melbourne oh. i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't driving i wasn't driving i was in the passenger seat it was like uh 9 45 and you're like uh, we need to make a pit stop and your missus is going we just stopped half an hour i said we need to switch <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was watching this one in uh in bed on uh on sick rest but um again in daily surprise um now the thing is they had pre-taped all these matches because they couldn't set up the uh the blood and guts cage uh live with the fans there yeah and fans were pissed I will say, though, they were giving good reactions because they were using their live reactions throughout the show to the um, broadcast matches. Yeah. Oh, good sports, at least. Yeah. Uh, it's like, watch watch so much tape, be part of the first blind guts match, or just leave. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we'll get down to it here. Um, kicks off with a tag team match. Eddie Kingston, John Moxley defeating... Kenny Omega and Michael Nakanaka Nakazawa. A singles match of Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson defeats QT Marshall. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD with Rebel, defeats Julia Hart, no relation to Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Or Jimmy. <laughs> Is he spelt the same? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> The AEW World Tag Team Championship number one contender four-way match uh, saw the Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison, the Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt, the acclaimed Anthony um, Bowens. Yep. And Max Caster uh, all uh, were defeated by SCU, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Um, Really good match here. I noticed the acclaim came out and they um said a line to Brian Pillman Jr. about in 10 years' time, they're going to be on Dark Side of the Ring. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. You know that, yeah, Brian would have had to have been all right with them saying that. Um, I know we've said that before about WWE <laughs> and then it comes up. <laughs> No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like I think the, the page Charlotte thing. Oh, yeah, about Reed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one was bad. Um, <laughs> Now, this 
event so far has been pretty good. I'm getting hyped up. And after the tag match, you know, SCU is sort of celebrating and Tony goes, coming up next, blood and guts. And I'm going, oh, sweet. Okay, I'll go grab a drinks, grab me water bottle, sit back in bed. And we get Kenny Omega and Michael Nakazawa by the cage for far too long. Oh, then, I, I, all right. We're going to have d- differing opinions here. <laughs> and then Orange Cassidy comes out and, okay, <laughs> whatever. See you later. Okay. Tony goes, blood and guts up next. I'm like, awesome. And then he's still by the cage and it's, here's the best man. I'm like, okay, that's nice, Rusev. Now bugger off. I want to get to blood and guts. <laughs> Um, my technicality here is this entire show is blood and guts so technically they were right blood and guts was next because everything on this show is branded under blood and guts so technically right is the best kind of right a friend once told me (laughs) yes um uh i felt like this match was like building really nice and then we sort of had this weird pit stop of well, um, filling before time. We, before we dive in fully into this match, I know you had issues with the promo segments. I thought they were fantastic. It really felt like old school NWA promos, like Tony's your host, here comes the champ, he's going to say a few words, here comes the challenger, blah, blah, blah. And then you get a similar sort of thing with Miro, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, Blood and guts. Let's dive. So I enjoyed um, the promos. I just felt um, you were sort of going, come on, get on with the match. Bugger off. Talk on dark or elevation. I want to get to this match. And then we finally get to the match. Um, Pinnacle come out all in white. That's Cash Wheeler, Dax Hardwood, MJF, Sean Spears, Wardlow with Tully Blanchard ringside taking on Inner Circle who are in Prison jumpsuits. That's Chris oh. Jericho, Jake Hager, Ortiz, Santana, and Sammy Guevara. Um, absolutely you... stupid. I hated the prison jumpsuits, but at least it covered up Jericho's belly. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the little um touch they did on the back of them, though, like yeah, having that... a nod to their hometowns. Yeah, that was cool, and I think they've sort of set a precedent, like. With the inner circle at Stadium Stampede last year, they all came out in matching football jerseys and stuff like that. So it's kind of their thing to do, I guess. I just didn't think it looked very good. Yeah. Um, Now, this match is pretty hard-hitting early on. Um, I believe it's Cash, or is it Dax that's opened up early? Yeah. Dash is bald, isn't he? Dax. Uh. Dax is FTR bald, as I refer to him. Uh, There's FTR hair and FTR bald. Um, Yeah, Dax is the one that opens up with Sammy, and, yeah, Dax opens himself up pretty early. They don't do a great job of hiding the blade, but who cares? It's 2021. Get over it. If you see a blade, you see a blade. God damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I listened to that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Now, it's sort of going back and forth here. Um, 
new members coming in each time. I believe second for uh, Pinnacle was Sean Spears, comes in with the chair. Most of these chair shots did look good. One or two, I couldn't tell with the camera angle, but did sound nasty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I th- what I enjoyed the most out of this match is Sammy Guevara's selling. I thought he was fantastic in this match. This was his first like match since he turned a babyface, basically. So to get to see him, like, yeah, that's that's where you build the inner circle around is Sammy Guevara. That's your Randy Orton in evolution, you know? Like. Oh, God, another evolution talk. We did this last time and talked about a women's evolution with Eva Marie. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well. Um, Yeah. I suppose any other spots um, you want to run through when people are entering before we sort of get to the um, closing segments? Because there's a lot to go through this week still. Um, oh gosh, yeah, let's just get into the close of this. What's up? So, um, yeah, as they um all come in one by one, like Dax comes in, uh, Wardlow, uh, Ortiz, Santana, Jake Hager. So it's four on four. Hager and um Wardlow have a bit of a stare down and exchange, and then uh, MJF comes in, so it's uh five on four, they're sort of laying out all of inner circle, sort of have Sammy in the other side of the ring, being him down when Jericho comes in to try to rally the troops. Um, this was really good. I was really enjoying this match. What about yourself up till here? Sorry, mate. Oh. Sorry, I just missed a bit of that. I, someone was trying to call me. <laughs> yeah, so um, all the members are now in the ring. Uh, it's... Uh, Five on five, there's a stare down across each side of the ring and then they sort of um, begin brawling with each other. Were you really enjoying the match up until this point? I sure was. I thought this was great. Um, Yeah, maybe a bit heavy on the blood. Maybe. Yeah. um, Maybe just like a couple, maybe one or two people have a decent blade job and that's sort of it, but... You pretty much had almost everyone busted open here. I was going to say almost everyone except uh, Wardlow. Yeah, and that's the right decision. You don't yeah. want to see him bleed. Not yet. Not yet. Um, so, yeah, from there, uh, and as the North American viewers go to picture in picture, all they see is a small screen and a white blur as we see. Tully Blanchard lay out uh, referee Remsburg, grab the key and unlock the door so MJF can escape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, hang on. Hang on. Sorry, this bloody dog. Benji! Benji! Here! Uh. Sorry, dude. Everything's going against it today. Um, yeah, yeah. Tully and um, who was it again? 
uh, Tully and Remsburg. Yeah, I, I thought it was a classic J.J. Dillon spot, so I appreciated it. Yeah, I, I, I like this as well, and I'll, um, I'll bring something up after the, um, the match here, but um, MJF sort of climbs the scaffolding, climbs up on top of the roof. Jericho's up on top of the, lo- the roof. Uh, at this stage, we stop seeing any action in the ring, <laughs> and it is yep. all just these two guys. But you can still hear the guys in the ring like killing themselves for this match. Um, so yeah, it works up to uh, MJF going to throw Jericho off the cage, and uh, Sammy goes, "Oh no, no, don't do that! We'll surrender! We'll surrender!" <laughs> so they forfeit yeah. to uh to the pinnacle, and. MJF being the dastly hill he is just gives a smirk to the camera and throws him off anyway. Yeah. And this is the discussion point where everyone seemed to go nuts because Jericho landed on a crash pad at the age of 50. Smart decision. How old is uh, Matt Hardy? Uh, would he even be as old as Jericho? I don't know. Hang on. Mid to late forties. He might be fifty. Is forty six. So uh, yeah, right, right on the money. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, so everyone seemed to get upset. Like, oh, we saw the crash pad. Blah blah blah. You can tell it's cardboard. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Get over it. Um. And the ironic thing is that, according to a few sources, Jericho legitimately injured his arm on that fall anyway. Uh, Yeah, I've heard Alvarez, Meltzer, and I'm pretty sure Pollock all said that it is a legit injury as well as um, Agnews reported it as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's the ironic part is, he hurt himself on a fall that no one believed was a dangerous fall. Yeah. Um, so I really, really like this match. Um, in the moment, I uh, was confused as to why they escaped the cage when for almost a year, Blood and Guts, uh, when they first announced it, was promoted as no escape, cage with a roof. But if you go back and you look during this promotion uh, the week before and this episode and when Justin Roberts reads the rules, there's no mention of no escape. Yeah. So that's well done as well. They decided to build a cage that had a bit of a hole in the middle, which was confusing to me. Um, I was like, oh, obviously they're going to do a spot on top of the cage, but... Should you be doing that with your very first one? Your very yeah. first one, should you just be like, you know, keeping everything in? Yeah, I, I think that's that's a real argument that comes out of here. Should they have gotten out of the cage or should they have saved that for like Pinnacle beats down in a circle and drag Jericho to the top of the cage and throws him off to say yeah. that it's over? Um, yeah. But if you do that, you can't go back to this next match as quick. So there you go. Uh, thumbs up, Blood and Guts. Really enjoyed the concept. Uh, a good good uh, twist on the, uh, the War Games original format. 
Yeah, it it was much better than any NXT War Games. I'll give them that. Um, A lot more violent. So it is what War Games of the 80s and early 90s would have been. Yeah, Dusty would have been proud. Uh, I thought it was great. Yeah, thumbs up for me as well. Oh, speaking of Dusty, the only thing we didn't touch on was uh, Cody got laid out after his match with QT by uh, Anthony Agogo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. America. Patriotism. Woo. Union Jack. Boo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll get there next week. Yeah. I guess at least one country will think Anthony Agogo is a heel for that. But um, I was like, oh, yeah. So Gogo's face and Cody's heel now. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. Did you have time for Friday night SmackDown throwback edition? Oh, throw up edition. Am I right? Um, yes. There was like other than the graphics and Cole <laughs> wearing an old blazer, there was nothing throwback about this. I thought okay, they might be doing something a bit different with the um, the Thunderdome, maybe changing the look of the Thunderdome, the, the way it's lit or something. And nope, here we go. Everyone's graphics all over the TVs when they're doing their entrance. And I'm like, oh, well done. Yeah, they just gave the episode a cute little tagline to try to get people to watch. That's all they did. Yeah, uh, so quickly going through the results here. Cesaro defeated Seth Rollins. Kamala defeated Ruby Wright with Liv Morgan in under three minutes. Did you just say Kamala? Maybe. I don't know. I'm having a bad day. Kamala came back and beat Ruby Wright. I love it. No, that's at the (laughs) pay-per-view. Oh, right. (laughs) Uh, Dominic Mysterio with his son, Ray, defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Uh, Tamina with Natalia defeats Reginald with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler via DQ in under two minutes. This show, like, to this point, just sucked. Like, the Cesaro-Seth match was good, but the whole middle portion just sucked. Oh, big time. And then to close the show, you get your Teddy Long special because... Tag team player. Yeah. 10-man tag team match. Apollo Crews, Chad Gable, King Corbin, Otis, and Sami Zayn with Commander Aziz defeat Big E, Kevin Owen, Shinsuke Nakamura, and the Street Profits, Andrew Dawkins, and Montez Ford in 10 minutes. Holy cow. What a crap edition of Raw. Thumbs up Cesaro, Seth. Rest of it, filler on a cheap uh, hashtag to try to drive viewers. Yeah, thumbs down, all the thumbs down. Was this the episode that Jay, uh, Jimmy Uso returned, though? I believe Yeah, it was. this was. Yeah, that was good. Everything with that was good. As per usual, everything involving Roman on SmackDown is just top-notch stuff. Um, and everything involving Cesaro on SmackDown is top-notch stuff. But, yeah, not worth watching. No. Uh, from there, nothing happened over that weekend, so we go to the 10th of May for WWE Raw. Oh, God. Kicked off with the six-man tag team match of Asuka, Dana Brooke, and Mandy Rose defeating Charlotte, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler with Reginald. A singles match of Jinder Mahal 
with Shanky and Vinner defeats Jeff Hardy in under five minutes. Eight-man tag team match of Randy Orton, Riddle, and New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Wood defeat Styles, Elias, Jackson Riker, and Omos. And non-title open challenge match, Sheamus defeats Humberto Carrillo by referee's decision. Uh, was it after this match that Humberto was actually injured? I think so. I can't yeah. remember. Oh, man, this feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> a singles match of Shelton Benjamin defeats Cedric Alexander. Yeah, way to push your younger stars. Good work. And then because Sonya Deville said so, Asuka, get back out there and wrestle again as Rhea Ripley defeats Asuka in a non-title match in 12 minutes. Uh, singles match of Damian Priest defeats John Morrison with the Miz in Morrison's corner and to close the show Drew McIntyre defeats Bobby Lashley with MVP via DQ to close out your uh, go home edition of Raw there oh man yeah none of that even registers in my brain as a memory yeah I just remember (laughs) Oscar yelling because she was in two matches and Charlotte wasn't Oh, man. Raw is, like, the worst show on television right now. I don't mean wrestling show. I mean television show. Any of them. Yeah, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. Um, From there, thumbs down, Raw. Go to hell. NXT, number 454, uh, the 11th of the 5th. Kicked off non-title match, Killian. Cross with Scarlet defeats Austin Fury with Johnny Gargano by referee's decision. Are they building to another title versus title match? Spoiler, spoiler alert, no. Oh, good. <laughs> A non-title champion, uh, tag team championship match. MSK, Nash Carter and Wesley. <laughs> Carter. <laughs> TNA. Uh, defeat Breezango, Fandango and Tyler Breeze. A singles match where Pete Dunne with Oni Lorcan defeated Leon Ruff by referee's decision in under five minutes. NXT Women's Championship, Raquel Gonzalez, the big lady cool with the heartbreak kick Dakota Kai in her corner, defeated Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly defeat Oni Lorcan with Pete Dunne in Oni's corner. And then the NXT Cruiserweight Championship match, best two out of three falls. Uh, Kushida defeats Escobar two to one to retain. Uh, any quick thoughts on that episode of uh, of uh, NXT? I suppose you want to ch- touch on Mil- Million Dollar Man. Yeah, uh, I believe this was the house auction episode of. Uh, Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase's Wacky Adventures. Um, yeah, I thought it was... I just love their segments together. We get to see Matty Wahlberg in the background again. Um, as per usual, I must be their favourite extra at the moment. Um, I'm, lo- I'm loving the Cameron Grimes, Ted DiBiase thing. I'm curious as to what the end game is. Is it Ted DiBiase managing Cameron Grimes? Is it Ted DiBiase just like handing his gimmick over to Cameron Grimes? I don't know. I think 
Uh, I think Cameron Grimes coming out to a hillbilly, like, country-western version of Ted DiBiase's theme song would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, the only thing I could think of is, and you're going to tell me I'm crazy, but hang on. Cameron Grimes is going to attack Ted DiBiase, which will lead to the return of Ted DiBiase Jr. Uh, I would actually mark out for that. <laughs> uh, I remember good friend of the show, Warwick Thompson, being like, yep, that's the guy that's going to break out a legacy. And I was like, no, nah, it'll be Cody. Yeah, I won. Who else was in legacy? <laughs> uh, Manu for a minute. Um, Sim Snooker. Sim Snooker, yeah. Oh, and some guy called some guy called like Randy something. I forgot his name. Yeah, like none. <laughs> none of those guys really did anything in WWE. Like Randy, by that point, was sort of already established. Yeah. Sim Snooker and Manu were what in the company for a cup of coffee, at least yeah. on TV wise. Yeah. In those personas, wasn't Sim Snooker? Deuce or Domino? It was Deuce. Oh, very, see, I do have a good memory. Yeah, uh, very fitting name for such a shitty wrestler. <laughs> um, now, well, he got fired because of the Undertaker thing. Remember that? Oh, wasn't he supposed to catch him as the yeah, cameraman he, or something? He was, he was the cameraman at Mania 25. He got fired for it. Or he got just he or he got like sent back down a developmental and a few months later fired. Something like that. Ted Ted Jr. really didn't do anything. Did they ever hold tag gold legacy? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like him and Cody did hold the raw tag titles at one point. And then Cody sort of did his own thing after. Legacy, yeah. but he never really got to the Randy Orton level, at least in the Fed. Nah, he at least got a few IC title reigns or whatever, but Ted did pretty much nothing. Like, to the point where they brought Ted back. Uh, they put Ted back with Cody at one point, and Ted was just the guy that carried paper bags for Cody to put on people's heads. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hell of um... a gimmick. Hell of a gimmick. <laughs> Now, I suppose anything stand out on uh, this episode's NXT? To me, the uh, the women's championship match and the uh, the cruiserweight title matches were both good. Everything else yeah. was sort of short and sweet except for the uh, the tag match. Yeah, I thought everything on this particular episode was actually pretty good. Um, I'm going to just give it a general thumbs up from me because I thought it not offensive at all, easy to watch. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I agree. Thumbs up, NXT. You did good this week. What about AW Dynamite from the 12th? I'm very excited to talk about this one. So it starts off with Yuji Nagata with young boy Ren Narita <laughs> and his opponent. Is it Atsushi no- Onida? That's definitely Onida's theme song. Is it? Because I was going to say it's the wild thing himself, John Moxley. Yeah, so... um, <laughs> uh, What? 
it was a tribute to Oneida. Why is Oneida passed away? No, it was just Oneida's theme song when he had a like match against Yuji Nagata or something at the Tokyo Dome or something. It would have been nice if commentators referenced it, but yeah, because this is the first time I'm hearing this somewhere. Because I usually don't watch live. I'm going. Has has he has he um changed changed songs during the live broadcast like the UFC and then just playing it through the house speakers and then on VOD they change it. Yeah, what the hell's going on? No, uh, that I, I don't know if it's his new full time theme or if it was just a one off thing. Um, on paper, it's a good idea for a song for Moxley. But in execution, it doesn't fit with his actual movements in the entrance. They need, like, a more modern cover of that song instead of, like, the original version of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll go on to the rest of the show here. So yeah. uh, AEW World Tag Team Championship match, the Young Bucks... Man, Nick Jackson with Brandon Cutler, Doc Gallows, and Carl Anderson, as well as Don Callis on commentary. The Young Bucks are the champions taking on SCU, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian. If FC lose, SCU lose, they will disband. And the Young Bucks come hell or high water, somehow sneak out the win here, and SCU are no more. Yeah. The AEW World Championship Eliminator match. Orange Cassidy versus Puck goes to a double knockout and it's announced that it'll be a freeway at the pay-per-view. Thunder Rosa defeats Jasmine Alua, who's had a few matches on Dark, it was announced, uh, in under five minutes. Right decision there. And then in the main event, Miro versus Darby Allen with Sting for the AEW TNT Championship. Goes 11.31 with Miro winning via, via referee's decision. Uh, and he is now the new TNT champion. Um, really, really good um, episode of Dynamite. They've delivered back-to-back weeks again. Yeah. Um, before we talk about the big stuff, I just want to talk about Thunder Rosa and fill you in as to her happenings on NWA. Ooh. So NWA are shit, <laughs> and not only you that, you keep telling me this, and they're still behind a paywall. And not only are they shit, they know they're shit because coming up soon is a Thunder Rosa versus Camille match, and it's not a loser leaves town match; it's a loser stays in the promotion match. Fuck off. It is, if Thunder Rosa loses, she cannot wrestle anywhere else except for the NWA. No, 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 no. What? Yep, that's the gimmick she's in. Thunder Rosa versus Camille, like, um, Aldis's Camille. Yeah. Yeah. W A 
that that just sounds so dumb. Yeah, loser stays in town. (laughs) Uh, Via post wrestling here, Thunder Rosa is set to go one on one with Camille. The stipulation is that whoever wins is the next in line to challenge for the NWA World Women's uh, Title. But if Thunder Rosa loses, she cannot wrestle anywhere outside the North, uh, the National Wrestling Alliance. So uh, doesn't that just scream that they know their shit? <laughs> Here's a punishment for the babyface if the babyface loses. They have to stay in our company. <laughs> uh, I've been very strange. excited to tell you about that for a couple of weeks now. So, yeah, I'm gl- glad I saved it for the podcast. Yeah, we've had, I think, maybe three words on actual wrestling since the last uh, the last recording. But um, yeah, the the one complaint I have about this show, and it's not the fact the guys are heels. It's not the fact they've got their their uh, seconds helping. Like it's the fact they're both standing in the ring, and the referee. I don't think it was Remsburg. It's Who's the other sort of main male referee they have? Uh, what is his name? Um, Paul Turner? Might have been him. He's just there going, eh, what do you want me to do? It's like both bucks are in the ring. It's like, count to 20. Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's like I get the bucks of heels and that. That's my lone complaint about this week's show. Um. TNT Championship match, absolutely what it needed to be. World title match, absolutely uh, qualifier, eliminator, whatever you want to call it, absolutely what it needed to be. Uh, IWGP US Championship match. Yes, more of this in my veins, please. Bring yeah. bring Suzuki over with... Um, oh, who could you bring as the... Bring Suzuki over with Tucker. I'd say Tucker, but Tucker's not really his main second. Maybe Despy. Well, Tucker's not even in New Japan anymore, is he? Oh, no, I just want Tucker to go back. <laughs> yeah, that, they'll bring in Tucker when his no, 90 days no-compete clause is up. Oh, God. Tucker, from heavy machinery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, thumbs up, AEW. You're continuing yeah. to do good. Yeah, um, also, like... The report is, and it was definitely heavily teased on the most recent uh, BTE, that is it for Christopher Daniels. That's his last match. Yeah. And a hell of a last match. I thought it was an awesome match. Um, Yeah, there was some certain stuff, like you pointed out, that sort of got a bit grating, but the heels! Um, He did good to... um... To uh, geez, yeah, was it a blade job or was he busted hard way? No, that that was legit, like, yeah, hard way. There's a photo the Young Bucks posted on Twitter. If you got a second, go have a look. Which buck? Uh, it's just the Young Bucks Twitter page, they got a shared account. Um, yeah, I need to spend five grand and get me some Young Bucks shoes. Ugh. No. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm strongly against sneaker culture. 
I'm all about mock culture, mockies, and I'd much rather spend $5,000 on a nice pair of mockies. Uh, let's see. The young box. Uh, and then just scroll down their timeline a little bit. And they'll have a photo of Christopher Daniels' eye. Oh, God. (laughs) Isn't that thing just scary or what? How does your eyeball get so red? I don't know. Someone should ask. Oh, yeah, they can't ask Beta. Um... (laughs) I was going to say, Arvid, he's probably done it a few times too, but not from getting hit in the eye. Anyway. (laughs) Bro. Um, You want to talk about Friday? Yeah, let's talk about Friday. Uh, Friday night Smackdown, no throwback edition. Uh, Started off with women's tag team championship match. Natalia and Tamina defeat Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler with Reginald, meaning Natalia and Tamina are now your new women's tag team champs. Yay! Uh, Tamina's finally won a title after like 11, 12 years. Hooray! Ray and, uh, sorry, Ray with Dominic defeated Dolph with Robert Roode. King Corbin defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm very sad. <laughs> And Cesaro defeated Jimmy Uso by DQ. Like, um, I suppose we can talk about this and then we'll briefly touch on our talking smack. Um, This sort of was a nothing show, um, just more sort of tension between Jimmy and Jey Uso. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that that stuff was great. I enjoyed the Cesaro Jimmy Uso match. I thought it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, poor Shinsuke. Um, also, oh, what tag team could I care less about than Nia and Shayna? Oh, let's put the one tag team I care less about. Let's put the belts on them. Wasn't this the team that challenged at um, WrestleMania? Yeah. Did we need to hold the titles off for an extra month? Like, just dumb. Why couldn't you have just had the baby face, quote-unquote baby face, when I don't know how they're baby faces, but I guess they are. Yeah. Um, thumbs, thumbs down. Like, yes, the Uzos are a saving grace on this show, but it wasn't enough this week. No, not at all. Yeah, big uh, thumbs down. I suppose uh, on to Talking Smack and the uh, the news that broke Friday, the passing of uh, New Jack. The original gangster. Oh, man, this one hit me hard. Like, yes, he did some horrible things, but he was honest about it. He never denied it. He yeah. was straight up about it. He's like, yeah, I did that because I didn't like it. Was it and, the guy in Florida who he tried to um stab at that indie show? Yeah. So he, he's um talking like he's in um I guess you'd call it reprimand. He's like um 
under arrest in the jail. And the guy comes in to see him and says, look, look, I'll, I'll drop the charges and we can go and work the circuit. Work yeah. This is an angle all over the place. And Jack's like, okay, you drop the charges and we'll do that. Went, packed up my stuff, got the hell out of Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. New Jack's, like, since the news broke, which ironically happens, like, the day after the release of the Nick Gage documentary, which... I couldn't find in Australia, so I just went and binge-watched the first two seasons of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. So I ended up watching the New Jack episode before I went to bed on Friday night. That was the last thing I watched before I went to bed on Friday night. And I woke up Saturday morning, New Jack's passed away. That was the craziest part about it all for me. Um, and then, yeah, like this whole thing, like, oh man, we never got a one-on-one Nick Gage New Jack match. <laughs> I'm so sad about it. Yeah, uh, what could have been? Yeah, um, New Jack. In this might be a controversial statement, but if you think about it, it's probably true. The most famous wrestler to have never signed a national con uh, like a major promotion contract because he was never contracted to ECW. He was on a per appearance deal. Same thing with TNA. He's like the most famous wrestler to have never had a contract. Yeah, from that era, he certainly would be. Like I before recording this today, I was like Oh, I'll just search up some New Jack stuff. Uh, I was like, oh, I saw this video of New Jack singing this song in an indie show like that his um, daughter posted on Twitter. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try to find out what that song was. So I was Google searched like New Jack song on uh, on YouTube. And um, like there was like, three or four songs on YouTube that have some decent views that are just rap songs where they're random rappers are just rapping about their love for New Jack. It's just like, some of them are like really well produced and all that sort of stuff. Like there was one uh, by an artist called Smoke DZA um, and he just has a song called New Jack. And New Jack's in the film clip. It's really good. Worth checking out. Um, this this is a dude that never had a major contract. Never was on a WWF or a WCW or, yeah, anything like that. Like, yes, he was on ECW. How many people really saw him? But his impact is huge. And I've been on a kick of watching his promos from Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Like, man, his promos, controversial, but amazing. Just like finishing up a promo and just saying, I want to, before I go, I just want to leave a shout out to my homeboy, OJ. Keep up. Hey, I'm not guilty. Mm. Stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, did you watch the uh, Talking Smack clip of uh, Paul Heyman delivering that sort of uh, eulogy at the end? Yeah, I thought that was incredible. Yeah, brought me to tears, man. Yeah, it, it, it was uh, sad and, yeah, sort of... Uh, like, the guy was 58, and the sad thing is, that's old for an ECW yeah. wrestler. Yeah, he, he'd gotten to an age where I was like, oh, he's just not going to die now. <laughs> Honestly. And this is a guy that has been on many, like, shoot interviews, many videos online of him just straight up staring at the camera saying, yeah, I did coke before all of my matches. <laughs> He's like, and it, how, why do you think I would jump off a 30-foot balcony? Of course I did coke before my matches. So the heart, the heart attack thing isn't a massive surprise. I don't think it was a surprise to him either. Uh, um, he said, I've watched, it was only like a month ago, there's some YouTube channel and they share it like a whole heap of full shoot interviews, like two-hour, three-hour shoot interviews, and there was a really good one with New Jack on YouTube. ECW timeline, like 1990-something, rather. I think it was 98 or 97, featuring yeah. New Jack. He talks about the whole year, and he's just like, man, you think I'm going to live until I'm 60? Not a chance. Oh, I never thought I'd make it past 40. So any day I live past this point, like, I'm just happy to be here. I don't don't care. I didn't think I'd make it past 30. Yeah. Like, everything that dude went through in his life as well, like, just crazy. Like, watch Dark Side of the Rings New Jack episode. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, Sad to, uh, to have seen it happen. Uh, I suppose from there, we've got to keep moving because there's still a little bit to get to. Uh, yeah. Did you have time for Impact Plus Under Siege? Did not know what happened. Okay, so 15 <laughs> for the fifth. Uh, so, Brian Myers defeat Black Taurus. A tag team match of Taylor Wilde and Tennille Dashwood defeat Kimberly and Susan. Impact World Tag Team Championship number one contender four-way match. Ace Austin and Madman Fulton defeat. Petey Williams and TJP defeat. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, and then defeat also Rahit Raju and Shira, as well as Triple XL, AC Romero, and Larry D. A singles match of W. Morrissey defeating Willie Mack. Impact knockout uh, tag team championship match. Fire and Flav, Kira Hogan, Tasha Stills defeat Jordan Grace and Rachel Adderling, the champions, oh. to regain the championship back. After, what, a month at the most? Yeah. yeah. X Division Championship. Josh Alexander, the champion, defeats El Fantasmo. Yay! Uh, Impact Knockouts Championship match. Diana Perazzo with Kimberly and Susan in her corner. The champion defeats Havoc. Uh, six-man tag team championship match. Eddie Edwards and Finn Juice, David Finley and Juice Robinson defeat Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson with Don Callis in their corner. And in the main event, Impact 
World Championship number one contender six-way match. Chris Bay, Chris Saban, Matt Cardona, Sammy Callahan, and Trey Miguel are all defeated by Moose. Uh, good little bonus show on your Impact Plus. Um, if you know what's on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I literally did not know until this moment that this had happened. <laughs> uh, sort of a, a thumbs, thumbs sideways shows. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still not sure what they're doing with the world title picture. It seems like Edwards might be challenging or Moose. Well, yeah, Moose won the number one contendership, but they might save that for Slammiversary or something like that. Yeah. Um, Matt Cardona, main event. Whoa. <laughs> main event, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Main event, Mattia. Uh, no, that's well, I suppose, speaking of <laughs> main events, did you have time for the main event of WrestleMania? That being WrestleMania Backlash kickoff. <laughs> oh, I did not watch the kickoff. Oh, well, then you missed Sheamus defeating Ricochet in seven minutes. And oh. Sheamus. Yeah. Oh, sh- the guy that wins all the time beat the guy that never gets on TV. Wow, big shocker. Thanks for that, guys. And then uh, Ricochet was so embarrassed, he put on Seamus's coat and danced around. So he loses and then dances around in someone's hat. Pretty much. What a... Ugh, what an idiot. <laughs> yep. Um... Oh, what about the main event of the show? Uh, so opening match, Raw women's triple threat match, Rhea Ripley defeating Oscar and Charlotte to retain the champion championship. SmackDown Tag Team Championship, Dominic and Rey Mysterio defeat the Dirty Dogs. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode in 17 minutes to become SmackDown Tag Team Champs. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Yeah. SmackDown Women's Championship match. Bianca Belair, the champion, defeats Bailey to retain. Uh, WWE triple threat match. Bobby Lashley with MVP, the champion, defeats Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre to retain. And Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defeats Cesaro by referee's decision. This. For the most part, was a really great show. Like everything <laughs> here delivered. I mean, the Bianca thing, like the closing, uh, the closing moment was a bit uh, uh, not didn't hit all of it, but you could still see what they were trying there. Uh, do you want to inform the humans of the uh, the glory of Damien's priest uh, stipulation? that he chose against the Miz for winning his match on Raw. Well, yeah, as a zombie lumberjack match, one of the zombies was Matty Wahlberg. Um, oh, yeah, I saw another thing. Another one of the zombies was Scotty Too Hotty. Oh. Yeah. So um, just... Brought a busload of people from NXT. Scotty Too Hotty would have been the the dad in the bus, making sure all the kids got there on time. Oh, dad, you want to join in? Oh, 
All right, I'll I'll do it. All right, you kids, you watch how it's done. <laughs> um, yeah, well, this was stupid. The worst part is Miz tore his ACL <laughs> in this in this match. The Miz, the Miz who has never had a serious injury ever. And this is the match he gets an injury on. This is what he sacrificed a body part for. Oh, poor guy. Now, I'm sure you've been listening to the podcast. You would have heard uh, the reports of WWE's internal reaction to blood and guts. Oh, yeah. About it seeing the business back 30 years. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this this was worse than ECW on Sci-Fi. The WWE ECW. This yeah. was this was crap. This, the the thing this is was... that there was some blatant mistakes and things that shouldn't have happened at Blood and Guts, but there was nothing that was a mistake. Everything that happened in this lumberjack match went exactly as planned, basically. The thing the plan just sucked. <laughs> the thing that really got to me was what Brian Alvarez said was, you know, with um when something's good in WWE, you rarely hear about, but when it's bad, I sit down and wonder. How many layers of people had to say yes to this idea before it got on the air? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, this was a really good show. But there was just, I don't know, a total, because there was a few segments backstage, so like maybe 15, 20 minutes of just pure trash. Oh, and I love zombies. <laughs> And I love zombie movies. And I'm actually going to watch that Batista zombie movie that's going to be released on Netflix this Friday. I'm going to watch it because Eliza likes them too. So I'm going to watch a zombie movie that this thing was promoting. But just because I like zombie movies doesn't mean I need to see it in other things I like. Yeah. I, I like watching the I like watching Gordon Ramsay, and I like zombie movies. So what's next? We're gonna have Gordon Ramsay showing a zombie how to how to cook bloody fresh made ravioli. Like no, no. Look at that chicken. It's raw. That's <laughs> bloody store bought. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, this was just stupid. Uh, we've given it too much time. Just yeah, I think I can shove it up, up your ass, Vince. <laughs> I can sum up this uh, entire match in one word. <laughs> I just now think of Sandman that. out here with a beer. Hang on, I'll just crack one open. Come on. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I don't have a kendo stick, but I'm staring at a sting signed baseball bat. That's close enough, right? <laughs> sure. Why not just ring up crackers and gore and get him to use the old Barbie? 
Oh, yeah. Um, actually, that's a good... You're giving me an idea. I need to track down a Sandman-signed kendo stick now for my collection. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, good show. Crap in the center. Yeah. This is, there is nothing from a major company that is going to come close to this on a pay-per-view for being worst match of the year. Yeah, th- this was... <laughs> Yeah, you've made me realise that this pay-per-view was a fillet of fish. Um, yeah, the bun's fine, everything outside of the patty's fine, but in the middle is just pure, just unadulterated garbage. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But, okay. Um, that main event, though, incredible. Speaking of garbage... Did you have time for Raw? Yeah. Yeah, I watched a bit. Okay, let's go. Mm. <laughs> Singles match. AJ Styles with almost defeats Elias with Jackson Riker by DQ after 11 minutes. Angel Garza defeats Drew Gulak in two minutes. Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods defeats Randy Orton with Riddle in five minutes. The... <laughs> WWE Women's Tag Team Championship was back on the line as Natalia and Tamina, the champions, defeated Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler with Reginald in three minutes. Hey, old Reginald's back up to his uh, winning man- managerial ways there, I see. <sighs> Who cares? <laughs> A non-title match of Sheamus defeating Ricochet in twice the amount of time they had on the pre-show. Oh. It wasn't good enough for pay-per-view, but here, have double of it on TV. Asuka defeats Charlotte Flair, even though Asuka was the one who lost the triple threat. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. I love the Jack match with Damian Priest defeating John Morrison. Yeah. John Morrison, who got eaten by zombies the night before, is just fine now. He's fine. But this is the thing. This wasn't even the face. <laughs> oh, Lucha Underground rules. Okay, fine. Uh, non-title match to close out the show of Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods defeating Bobby Lashley with MVP, uh, sort of setting up a future challenge in Kofi for Bobby. Yeah, Kofi Did... beat Randy and Bobby in the same night. <laughs> yeah. Um. Really good show, I thought, mostly. Yeah. Uh, we got um, the new stable of the Drew Day. Um, Drew McIntyre seemingly joining the um, New Day to form the Drew Day and him referring to himself as the Big D on Twitter, which I thought was very funny. Um, and people are like, oh, you... You know, that's probably not what you think it means. He goes, no, it is. Trust me. Ask my wife. <laughs> Fair um, enough. Yeah, I, I think that stuff's fine. Um, yeah, but I've watched like little bits and pieces here, but it's just too much of a chore to watch the whole bloody thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, thumb sideways, which is better than most weeks when we give it thumbs down. Yeah, yeah, thumbs in the middle, bugger them. Now, um, I suppose that's all, but what's the uh, next pay-per-view coming up? 
Hell in a Cell. No, the one before that. Uh, is this weekend? Yeah. Is that this weekend? Yeah. Oh, jeez, I've lost all time. Yeah, cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that, then next for the Fed is bloody, uh, what you say, Hell in a Cell. And yeah. then for New Japan coming up is the, the uh, Tokyo Dome Grand Slam Wrestling uh, show. I can't remember its proper name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah to- big, big show in Dome. Cool. Big egg show. Big egg show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I suppose that's... Uh, um, it's, 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 it says here Double or Nothing is Sunday, May 30th. Ooh, so week after. Yes. Yeah. Good. That pay-per-view. Bit of time. Thank Christ. Yeah. Ah. Um. I suppose. Yeah. Nice to be doing this again, man. Yeah. I missed you, humans. Um, Chris. Um. I purposely try not to talk to you too much outside of the podcast. Save all of our conversations for our recordings. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I might just say hi once in a while, but yeah. Um, enjoyed the time away, but happy to be back. Yeah, absolutely. It's always always a good time talking to you, man. Um, so I suppose, uh, what do we have? Um, what am I looking for in words? Um, oh, anything uh, you want to say, or should we just get down to... Um, where the good humans can find us and stuff. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Freddy's Alex. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. Search us up on Facebook, WrestlingOzStyle. And you can find Chris at... At I'm Chris Funder as well. You can go back, listen to the entire Wrestling Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in. The weekly wrestling wrap available on YouTube on Wednesdays and using the RSS feed found the show notes below for your podcast of choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Rest in peace, new Jack.